This is so wizarding. Hey, this is Dave from Superior Speak, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're the people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 498 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. That's my uh, my web-slinging action. <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Mark He, Mark Ellis Reagans. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends review movies, TV, and sometimes more. Podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of Madam Web, the latest movie from Sony in their Spider Man cinematic universe that does not feature Spider Man. <laughs> Before we get into all that, how's everyone doing this week? Marcellus Reagans, how are you? I am doing okay. Uh, it's been a crazy week. Just lots of stuff seems to be piling on top of each other and i'm trying to you know i'm like treading water i'm trying i'm slowly like paddling along um but uh yeah when i have time i'm working on some new designs i'm very excited about one that's coming up soon and uh yeah that's a that's been my that's my that's my lot in life watching movies for the show (laughs) uh watching movies for other shows and trying to design t-shirts that's what i do Fantastic. Aubrey Litchfield, how are you? You know, it can always be better, <laughs> but I'm here, so that's good enough. <laughs> and how are All you, right. Joey? Uh, yeah, I'm absolutely terrible, but, you know, here we are. And, uh, yeah, trucking along, moving forward. So that's all I got. It's been an awful day today, so enough about us. Let's uh, talk about us, Marcellus Reagans. Please tell the listeners where they can find more So Is Her Podcast. All right, everybody, you can head on over to SoWizardPodcast.com, and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. You will also find comic book, TV, and movie reviews, along with some creator interviews conducted by the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. And you can check out Adam's original comic book, Social Studies, over at socialstudiescomic.com. You're also going to find some links to our podcast merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, magnets, coffee mugs, a whole array of items that you can purchase and represent Soul Wizard Podcast. Our social media links are there too. So reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and let us know what you think of the show. Find Soul Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as a dollar a month, you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. A special shout out goes to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network 
and I'm talking about Fans on Patrol, Pop Prism Power Podcast, Cult 45, the movie podcast, Superhero Speak, and the Gorilla Brain Podcast. That's it for me. Back to you, Joey. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work. Okay, you have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while. Okay? All right, guys, we all had a chance to go check out Madam Web in theaters. As always, we're going to start by talking about our movie theater going experience, and then you'll get our non-spoiler impressions. You'll know what we thought of the movie. Then Marcellus will drop the drop, delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, you can check yourself out and the rest of us and you will stick around as we talk a little more in depth about the movie, but to get started, uh, Marcellus, how was your trip to the movies? My trip was not too bad. My girlfriend being the amazing person as she is, gave me the most romantic gift for Valentine's day. And it was a gift card to the movie theaters. (laughs) (laughs) She knows the way to my heart. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be sweet. This is going to be easy. I don't feel the least bit uh, sad about spending money for Madam Web. Uh, so, yeah, I got my tickets, got the got the option to have the food um, prepared and waiting for us when we got to the theater, which I found out was only 50 cents more. Like I get to the theater and it has like this super long line. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. They redid the kiosk. So that is just one line. Going mm-hmm. to all the registers and they expanded it. So now the line is like stupid long. Uh, and I just walked right in. My food was already ready for me. 50 cents more walked right in the theater. So it was nice. Uh, we went to a matinee show. So there wasn't really a lot of people there. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a decent crowd. There's a, there's a lot of people who, who ignored the, the word of mouth for Madam web and decided to check it out like us. So, uh, yeah, it was fine. Popcorn was Okay. Uh, people were well behaved, no applause or anything, but you know, it was, it was a pretty good time. All right. Aubrey Litchfield. How about you? Well, I, I went with Max and my friend Bonnie. Um, and we did, we did like a, a matinee showing on a Saturday, so it wasn't too bad. There was only a, a few other people in the theater uh, with us and the people behind us were talking the entire movie. So I talked the entire movie, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which normally I don't, if there's more people in the theater, but there was only like two other people on the other side of us. So I made it a point to talk the whole time since they decided to talk the whole time. And did you talk about the movie or did you just talk about random things? Oh, I talked about the movie. I made fun of the movie the whole time because the people behind me seemingly were enjoying the movie, which I think just makes them worse as people. So, (laughs) Ouch. Mm -hmm. And Joy, what about you? How was your time at the movies? Uh, It was a weird trip to the movies, guys. I um, went on Saturday night, very late, and... About 10 o'clock p.m. showing, so obviously there wasn't going to be a lot of people there. I got to the movies. I bought a soda. I sat down. There really wasn't anybody in the theater at all. So I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those trips to the movies where there's just no one there. And lo and behold, right towards the end of Nuvi, uh, about a group of about three or four people came in. 
And they sat on the other side of the theater, which was fine. And they were down the front, but there was a woman with them and she didn't sit down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is with those people in that area not sitting down? <laughs> I don't know. She stood up through the entire uh, rest of Nuvi and the trailers. She sat down once the opening credits of Madam Web started, but okay. she stood up just staring at the screen, eating popcorn the whole time. And it was really weird. I, I was like, oh my God, is she going to stand up for the entire movie? <laughs> and it wouldn't have affected me because they weren't anywhere near me, but it was just weird. And then a couple other people came in right as the opening credits were playing. And one of them was this big fat guy that like, sat in my aisle and was very loud and finding his seat. Thankfully, he didn't sit next to me, but he was very loud finding his seat. And then the two girls that sat in the row in front of him were clearly on their phones the whole time. I could see the light on the ceiling. But I mean, for this movie, who cares? But right. yeah, it, it, nobody really did anything egregious. It was just irregular, annoying people. But thankfully, I didn't get a Taylor Swift cup at the movies either. So <laughs> that was my next question. What's the Taylor cup, the Taylor Swift cup count up to at this point? It's up to zero because I throw them away after I leave the movie theater. So, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't have too crazy a time at the movies. So, just your regular weirdos. Um, so the only thing we can do now is to talk about how we felt about the movie non spoiler. Uh, Marcellus Reagans, what did you think non spoiler of Madam Web? All right, so. You know, Sony has not been on the best track record when it comes to these Spider-Man universe movies. Uh, but I haven't watched, I didn't watch any trailers for this one. I, I think, wait, I take that back. I watched like the trailer like twice, right? That, that was the only trailer. So, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so I didn't like, I didn't like really study it. I didn't really like get into it. I didn't like try to break it down like we do for superhero trailers. I'm just like, okay, there's a movie coming out. That's it. I didn't care about, you know, figuring out things that were in a trailer. I gave this movie, I, went into this movie starting it off with a five i'm like this movie can only go down i'm gonna give it a five right off the bat because i know that it's not gonna be everyone's cup of tea but i'm gonna give it a chance because i'm that type of guy so uh yeah the movie starts and it goes on and it goes on and as it's playing i'm like you know it's not good but it's definitely not morbius or venom or venom 2 so it's I'm not going to say I had a good time, but it's one of those things where if you get punched in the face like a hundred times on the right side of your face, when someone hits you on the left side, you're like, oh, thank God. So that's what it, that's what this movie kind of felt like. <laughs> that's one right. way to put it. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, how about you? Uh, yeah, I didn't like this movie. <laughs> I I liked some pieces of it. But as a whole, I I did not enjoy it. I don't think that it worked at all. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, you know, for me, I just I thought it was a train wreck. It wasn't even an enjoyable train wreck. It was just a train wreck. It was very boring and alternately very stupid, but not as laugh out loud terrible as I wanted it to be. I was really hoping the reviews calling it like the room or the cats, the musical of superhero movies was going to be true. And this would be a camp classic, like something you'd want to watch at midnight showings for the rest of your lives. But it was just kind of boring for the most part. And it has a lot of problems and I will go into those in spoilers, but 
there wasn't much to enjoy and there wasn't that much to laugh at. I got a couple sensible chuckles here and there at some of the nonsense in the movie, but for the most part, it was just terrible. So, and boring. So that, that, that's, that's how I felt about it. But now we're going to move into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, now's your chance to bounce. Marcellus Reagan's please drop the drop and let's spoil Madam Webb. Uh, I've got some spoilers. What's well, your spoiler? Yeah, Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right, guys, let's uh, do something tough. Marcellus, what are things you liked about the movie? There has to be a few things. There is a few things that I liked about the movie. Yes. Uh, number one, I actually did like the three girls. I thought they were good. Um, I didn't, I didn't even realize that one of them was freaking Dora the Explorer from uh, yeah. that movie. I didn't, I had no idea. I'm like, after, until afterwards, but you know, I thought there was a, a really kind of cute, like Alvin and a chipmunks vibe to them where, you know, you have like the, the rebellious one and the nerdy one. And then, the kind of goofy one like I, I i enjoyed that i thought that was kind of cool i <laughs> the movie reminded me of the tv show smallville where you know smallville is about clark Kent's journey to becoming superman and they bend themselves over backwards to include as much superman stuff in there without him being superman and that's what this movie reminded me of they it seems like they bent over backwards to try to connect this to a spider-man universe uh, without actually saying it's in a Spider-Man universe. And I thought that was kind of, it, it, it tickled me. It tickled me to see them go through the efforts. Because if I was a producer, I have no idea what I would do if I if I was given that task. So I, you know, I chuckled at the, at the mentions, um, but I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the fact that they were trying it, <laughs> especially the, uh, <laughs> the, the people in a forest. <laughs> uh, in the jungle when they come down and paint it all in red with the black webbing like all over them. I'm like, wow, they're, they are really trying. This is Spider-Man. We swear to God, people, this is actually Spider-Man. It's connected to Spider-Man. Well, they also had uh, Peter Parker's parents too. Yep, Mary and I, Richard Parker. Yeah. I was just about to say that. I actually really enjoyed Adam Scott. Like I like him as an actor and him being Ben Parker was perfect casting. I'm like, that's sweet. I like that. I, I enjoy him. Um, and I, again, I enjoy how they kind of, kind of put him in there. There is a, obviously it's Madam Webb. The character's last name is Webb, but they really try to put the images of spider webs throughout the movie. Kind of like when uh, Brian Singer was doing uh, the first X-Men movie, there's like X's hitting like all over the place um, that are not like right up front. So I enjoyed the fact that they were consistently trying to, put a spider web image somewhere on the screen throughout the movie that, you know, that tickled me. Cause it was, you know, it gave me something to do something to look for. Cause uh, the story wasn't really happening. And I love the, the blatant marketing for Pepsi in this movie. Like that, <laughs> I freaking love. They're like, you know, who gave us money for this movie? Pepsi. You want to, you don't believe us. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> look at this. And after a while, I'm like, I kind of want a Pepsi now. <laughs> like it, it kind of worked on me. So um, yeah, that kind of, of just sheer 1990s, early two thousands, just corporate imaging to, uh, you know, to let you know uh, who's promoting this movie. I thought it was great. Yeah. And that's about it. That's pretty much all I liked. All right. Aubrey Litchfield. Is there anything you liked about this movie? Um, I enjoyed the, uh, the continuity 
Like I, I enjoyed that. Like the New York license plates were the accurate New York license plates for that year. For people who didn't grow up in New England, you you don't really know that New York changed their license plates quite a bit. And around that time, that blue and white license plate was the accurate license plate for that year. And then they switched to like an orange and blue, and then they went back to some other thing. They've changed them quite a bit. So I did enjoy that continuity. I enjoyed that the expiration date on the stickers in the window were actually like January of 2004. Uh, It seems like such a stupid detail to be happy about, but I really was was happy about it. Um, I think if maybe the rest of the movie was really good and that didn't happen, I probably wouldn't have been... You know, I would have been like, oh, okay, but the movie was trash. So these are the little glimmers that I was looking for. So um, does it ruin your glimmers that Britney Spears' Toxic wasn't released until later on that year and wasn't a single until January of the next year? <laughs> yeah, it does kind of hurt me a little bit. Can, um, we, I, can, we just, can we just say that maybe the DJ was ahead of the curve and planning the single before it was released? Can we give him that? No. No. <laughs> Right. No, nope. I, I tried. I tried, Madam Webb. I tried for you. I I also uh, I enjoyed that Dakota Johnson has about as much personality as I do. Um, <laughs> so I really I got her on a different level at some points throughout the movie. Towards the end, she got really annoying. But in the beginning, when she was just a person before she like really fully grasped her powers, I identified with her a lot. So I did enjoy that. I enjoyed the little tiny Easter eggs like Ben Parker being in it. Like that was that that was cool. And I like it. But yeah, that was it. It's just those weird small things. All right. Um, what did I like about this movie? Um honestly, there's not much. I will say that I think uh, Sydney Sweeney's really hot and Dakota Johnson is awkwardly attractive. I wouldn't say that she's hot. She's awkwardly attractive. So you know, I, I enjoyed that purely on a misogynistic level um, as a uh, connoisseur of bad movies or a couple things that had me dying. Uh, one was like Mark said, the jungle people. There was one of them that crawls down a tree upside down and they use the same shot twice and it looked terrible the first time, but they were so proud of it. They put it in there a second time. <laughs> I really appreciated that the villains almost entire performance was 80 yard over. To the point where at times his mouth didn't match the dialogue he was saying. <laughs> that I thought that was pretty- very weird that he would have so much dialogue, but it would be like from the back of his head. Right. Every time he talked, his, he would like stand up out of frame and then like it would sound like a voice that wasn't right. That would be like, yeah, we're going to do this. <laughs> like, like somebody just walked in and off the street and they were like, yeah, you're the bad guy. Just try to make a bad guy voice. So they, um, Apparently had this movie was about the Madam Web crew trying to protect baby Peter Parker from being born oh. to keep him to keep him from to keep him born. And Ezekiel was trying to stop him from being born. Oh, come on. That's and cool. I like they that. completely changed the script and they had to like ADR and like fix everything. Oh, man, that now that would have been cool. A little evil, but, you know, putting a well, pregnant woman still, in it's her. It still doesn't work because if he's supposed to be Tom Holland, Peter Parker, then he, if he's born in 2003, he would only be like 10 
when the uh, battle in New York happened. So he couldn't be in high school fighting the vulture. So, well, see, and here's my thing. I don't think that this Spider-Man is supposed to be the Tom Holland or the Tobey Maguire or the Andrew Garfield. If we can watch into the Spider-Verse or across the Spider-Verse and see a universe where there's a dinosaur as Spider-Man, then there could be a, there could be a Peter Parker in any universe. So I don't think they necessarily has to be Tom Holland for this one. It's fine. I just thought it was funny. And I don't know. I, I did like the three girls and they, I thought they looked good in the costumes, but unfortunately we only saw them in the costumes for less than a minute and all of it was shown in the trailers. So it was, yep. uh, it was a little rough, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's really about what I liked in the movie, but what about things we didn't like about the movie? Marcellus Reagan's, what did you not like about Madam Webb? You know, remember how we went to see Spider-Man 2 back in the day and it had this amazing like opening credit scenes of uh, Alex Ross drawings and zipping through the, the web. And it just felt like you were watching an event, like when the movie started. Yep. And then when this movie started, it said Madam Web in the most basic white font. <laughs> yep. I was like, whoa, they couldn't even afford to make like a cool web logo like it was so basic like once it happened i'm like oh god i think we're in trouble and i could not understand for the life of me what the villain's goal was like i understand you know you kind of want to do an indiana jones thing where she's in the jungle and he's like the guide and he wants to treasure for himself but why did he want to treasure like did he just want to get bitten and have spider powers or basically. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's what I was assuming. He wanted to get bitten to get these powers so he could be like rich or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It flash forward to, you know, uh, Cassie being an adult and we don't really know like what his, his goal was, which, you know, that kind of annoyed me other than the, you know, he's going to get killed by three girls when he has like gray hair and he wants to stop that from happening. That's his that's his goal. So I thought that was that was kind of lame. I thought that that whole that whole storyline I thought was kind of lame. The fact that he walked around with no shoes on just felt weird in New York City. I mean, I understand it's like from the comic book, like that's what the character does. But seeing it in live action, I'm like, ah, but then when he puts on the suit, he has shoes. So <laughs> I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get it. No one in New York is going to pay attention to this guy walking around with no shoes on. Everyone's going to be fine with it. I thought the the beginning sequence with the the little zoom ins and the handheld cameras and all of that stuff it looked very television like, like it looked like an episode of like Chicago PD or something, and I'm like this can't be right like this this doesn't feel like a movie movie this feels like like a cheesy NBC made for TV movie, and I was hoping it was gonna get better and it it did kind of get better but the beginning just kind of threw me off. Uh, I hated that Mike Epps, who seemed like a really cool character, like suddenly died, like uh, horrifically. I guess you have to kill someone in order for her to get her powers, but they could have let him live. You know, he, he could have just got injured. He didn't have to die so quickly. I thought that was kind of cruel. Yeah, and I just thought the the whole like main goal of this thing, like you want to have like at least when I go to a comic book movie, I want like a hero's journey. I want to root for these characters. I like. Dakota Johnson's character, or I like Cassie being kind of a jerk at the beginning and becoming like, you know, a mother figure at the end after she goes through all of her stuff that I thought was cool, but I didn't like, I didn't really get her being like 
Madam Web, like what that meant. Like it didn't make me want to run out and get a Madam Web comic book. And that's the the main thing that I want when I watch these movies. I want to understand what makes this character so special and why there's a movie based on his character. And I did not get that from this at all. So, um, yeah, story-wise, directing-wise, huge disappointment. All right. Aubrey Litchfield, how about you? All right. Um, I absolutely hated that ending. When I saw Dakota Johnson in the, in the visor in the really high wheelchair, I burst out laughing. That was the, the goofiest thing I've seen this year. It was so awful. And her acting in that chair was... Ugh. It was so bad, so bad. Um, she was just so awkward in the chair with the with the visor thing on. I hated, I hated that whole ending scene. It just was all awful. The dialogue during it was awful. Everything. I hated the ADR. It really was. It was hard to watch the movie because of it. It was very confusing for the brain because you see his mouth moving, but then there's like a completely different conversation happening and it doesn't sound like his voice at all. He's supposed to be Peruvian, I think, or did he just go to Peru? We don't know. Um, but he, the accent sounds really off for him. Um, the sequence where the spider people um like climb down and then hop through trees that looks so bad they they're supposed to be fast but but you can tell that it was computer generated and and everything it's so ridiculous looking everything in this movie action wise looks ridiculous it, there isn't even an action scene that's good in this movie it all just looks really stupid uh, what else? There, it just—it's uh, a very slow feeling. It—it it feels like the movie is just endless, and when you think that it's gonna wrap it up, it doesn't. It keeps going. It just—it—it's painful to watch. If you could feel every second of this movie, I did not enjoy the girls at all. I um found them to be irritating, uh, mostly because. Where are the rest of their shirts? They crop tops were not big in the early two thousands. They crop tops were not big yet, and here's these teenage girls. They're all wearing like twenty twenty four outfits. They all look like they belong in this year, not two thousand three. Yeah, they they tried too hard with them. They really did try too hard, and. The whole movie is supposed to be like the whole movie is him stopping them from getting their powers and everything, but you don't see them get their powers either. So it's almost like the whole movie was for nothing because they made it about uh, Dakota Fanning or not Dakota Fanning, Dakota Johnson um, evolving and getting her power somewhat. Yep. But you don't even really get a full taste of her powers either. You don't really see what anybody is doing. The whole thing just, it, it, it feels like you watched something to lead up to nothing. I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. As for me, uh, things I didn't like about this movie. One, the product placement was ridiculous. Um, if you were squished by a Pepsi sign, you think if someone was coming to bring food over your house, they'd be a little more tactful to not bring Pepsi with them. <laughs> um, 
That was pretty rough. Uh, I will agree with Aubrey. I was I nearly burst out laughing when she appeared in the visor at the end of the movie. It looked really bad. And there was no need for any of that because the whole first 89% of the movie, she wasn't like Madam Web in the comics. So why all of a sudden at the very end does she have to go blind and be crippled? Like there's really no point to that. So it was, uh, it was a little weird. Um, I love Julia Carpenter uh, as a character. She was uh, the second spider woman. She's played by Sydney Sweeney in this. She's awesome in the comics and she was a member of West coast Avengers. So I was a big fan of her back in the day. And uh, this, she was awful in this. She was not a, not the same character at all. She was just like a teenage girl that was dopey. So I, I was kind of disappointed in that. I will say the uh, pacing of this is a mess. There's just weird story beats. Like there's a, there's a accident at the explosives factory. <laughs> and then we're like, where are you going to get to the fireworks factory? I'm like, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That too. But then a week later we go and it's, uh, it's still there. They didn't close it off. They didn't rope it off. They didn't remove the explosives. Nothing. It's just a dilapidated building filled with explosives. So, which are now fireworks before that we thought they were explosives. Right. Um, I, her powers were very hit or miss. Sometimes she would see, entire sequences into the future and be able to uh, avoid things happening or get second chances at things happening. And other times they would just be quick flash forwards. I know she was said like, she can't control them, but they, there was no consistency to them. And it made the movie kind of hard to really get into. She stole a taxi and ripped <laughs> the license plates off of it and then just drove it around. Like it was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part is when she, Drove the cat, the taxi into the restaurant, right, to hit Ezekiel, and then later on in the movie, she drives the cab back to the scene of the crime. No one, no one cares. No and one she knows. also hit him with an ambulance later on in the movie, so she hit him with a car twice. Um, then uh, she went to Peru, <laughs> like she just appears on a bus in Peru, like mm -hmm. no shots of her going to the airport none of her on a plane we don't see a plane flying on a map like indiana jones it's just she's in she Peru. was wanted too right how did she even wanted, get on a plane on a plane <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't september 10th 2001 it was you know 2003 <laughs> the whole crux of the movie is that uh, ezekiel's using the nsa new like patriot act type stuff to uh, track these three girls down but apparently madam webb can just go get on a plane to peru without anyone asking and she parked the cab there <laughs> at the airport and she took it back so well, I, I mean she is peruvian i mean she her birth certificate says she was born in peru so you know they probably didn't even give it a second thought i don't know i legitimately hate this has no, it's obviously this movie but like anything i hate this obsession that marvel and other creatives have with complicating spider-man's origin he's bitten by a radioactive spider he gets the powers things happen but it's all by chance like it's not he's not predetermined to have it there's not 800 million spider people there's not spider tribes that you know there's not magic spiders that give people spider-man powers like none of this it, it peter parker gets bit by a radioactive spider and becomes spider-man but it's it's all by chance like all of this to try to make it more than it is is it I, it drives me insane. I hate it so much. Uh, Ezekiel is a big part of a storyline like that in the comics, so I knew I was going to dislike him to begin with. But uh, it's it's bad. It's it's not good, and I it drives me insane. It completely misses the point of Peter as a character. 
that he he's he's an everyman. He could be anybody. Any one of us could have been bitten by that spider that day, but it just happened to be him. Or there's a magical spider tribe that lives in the Peruvian rainforest. And <laughs> it was all predetermined. I hated um I, I don't understand why Emma Roberts was in this. Obviously, I love her, but I don't understand why she was in this. And I, I just hated the the coyness with by the end of the movie, we know it's Peter Parker that she's giving birth to, but they won't say it. <laughs> right. And they don't even really say it's Uncle Ben. They just say, well, he's going to he's looking forward to being an uncle and being carefree. And and she's like, yeah, we'll see about that. Did you hear the responsibility line too? they kind of uh, <laughs> they moved it around so that they could say it? Yeah, they did. It was really bad. And then the like Euro trash guy she meets in the cave is like you'll be able to be in multiple places at once. Like what part of precog is that? Like that's not a power that she ever had, but whatever for the movie, it's fine. But then what does she use it for? Like to help them up (laughs) from when they're falling once and then she gets punched and that's it. Right. Uh, It's just, this movie is a disaster. I just, I can't believe how bad it is. And in the, for the most part, it's just boring. That's really the, the main issue is how boring it is. It's not a laugh a minute, you know, camp classic or bad movie masterpiece. Like there's not any, even anything like Catwoman in this, where we got the basketball scene or, you know, Sharon Stone is trying to make uh, magical makeup, you know, like that, that movie's bad, but it's very campy and it's kind of fun. This was just boring for the most part. Um, I just thought it looked drab and dull. It was boring. It looked like a movie straight out of 2003. So at least they nailed that aesthetic, I guess. I do believe that there's elements to this movie that could work. The the thought of, you know, like a Terminator type of villain that's coming to kill three Sarah Connors because of what's going to happen in the future. And, you know, Cassie is the the um, Kyle Reese of it, of it all. And she has to protect them. Like there's there's story droplets that would be cool if they were strong together. And just having those there, you well. It, this won't be the same for everyone, but I can see like a better movie in there. So at least they tried it kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's like the Terminator. If every time the Terminator talked, the camera went <laughs> below his shoulders. So he couldn't see what he was saying. <laughs> I do think it's funny. It just, it just dawned on me that, you know, she has like these powers where she could <laughs> look into the future, but she doesn't see herself getting blinded by the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't see that coming. Come on. I just I just thought that was whack. There was no need for that at the end of the movie. It was just a weird coda. She's the, the happy ending in the movie is that she's blind and, and paraplegic. Like that's the happy ending of the movie. And then no, we, she found her family. She was a, a cold hearted bitch at the beginning. And then she traveled through the spider verse and hugged her mom. And now she's a caretaker of three spider women. Why isn't I like she just it better before? Yeah, say so why didn't you just take care of the sp- the the cat and be able to walk and see? I, I got nothing. <laughs> and I thought the uh, ending where the four of them were in costume was so bad. It looked like uh, a CW show. It was really laughable. It did look like a CW show. It was it was laughable, and I was just like, I can't anymore. And when the the second the credits rolled, I I stood up and left. I couldn't take it. I I know there wasn't an after credit scene, so I didn't feel like I needed to stick around, but it was, this movie was uh, abysmal. Um, trying to think of, of some of the other things that were bad in it. And, and, and it's hard to, because it's mostly just boring. Like no one will be admitted. Ezekiel as a whole was not. 
Right. He was awful. Was for the most part, not threatening. I mean, basically he was Spider-Man. So, so now the New York city police department, maybe that's why they hate Spider-Man so much because he attacked them (laughs) 20 years ago. Did you catch when, um, Maddie was calling her uncle Jonah? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, J Jonah Jameson. I get it. (laughs) <laughs> Again, that, that amuses me. I like them bending over backwards to try to connect it to something. I think that's funny. I think it was awful. And then wh- why do we have to have an entire uh, baby shower scene? Like, what was that? Why was everybody so rude to her there? Like, they didn't even know her. Like, they acted like they didn't even know her. Like, why was she even there? Um, and I guess, does that imply that, like, Ben invited her to the shower? Sure. Yeah, I think he did. It wasn't even his shower or even his wife. Well, I think he wanted her to be more um i don't know do something else than just be bored with her cat you know give her something to do and it it was a a perfect way for us to be introduced to peter parker's mom who we we haven't really seen i don't don't know at least they didn't have them as secret agents i guess well they they did imply (laughs) that uh richard was out always doing stuff so maybe maybe they are secret agents i don't know that's another thing i hate about spider-man i don't care who his parents are who his parents are are irrelevant and making them into secret agents or agents of shield is like absolute one of the worst things they've ever done. Yes. But it also, because we don't know you're right. Peter Parker's parents aren't really important to the character of Spider-Man, but, but because we don't have a story about Peter Parker's parents, it could be anything. And just knowing that they're there is, I don't know. It's kind of cute. I like seeing Ben Parker do stuff. I like seeing uncle Ben do stuff. And when she's like, You've never been shot at at Queens in Queens. I'm like, ouch. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's definitely going to get shot at in Queens. So, <laughs> yeah, I just was very disappointed in this movie because I was really hoping it was going to be one of the best bad movies of all time. That's a, that's a, a high bar to clear, but I was expecting the twisted pair of superhero movies and sure. it wasn't even close. It was just mostly boring for most of the runtime and, the superheroing stuff we did get was awful and the Spider-Man tie-ins, despite what Mark says, were very lame. And at the end of the day, like there just wasn't much there. And then the movie ends and it's not going to ever tie into anything or have anything to do with anything or have a sequel because it's a nuclear box office bomb. So there it is. Madam Web. Aubrey, would you want to see any of the characters spin off into their own movie? Absolutely not. No. Mark Ellis. Yes, I like I like the girls. I thought they were fun. I, w- I would want to see them team up again in, in <laughs> Madam Web to the webs of justice. Oh, God. I don't think Dakota Johnson's going to make a Madam Web too. No, but it, they no she didn't. She's even been interviewed uh, for this one and is like, no, I haven't watched my own movie. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. over it. It's very awkward. It's, it's very endearing, but. She's uh yeah she has not been uh, lighting it up in the press <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> no, they don't need her. They don't need her for Madam Web two. They can pull a, a Crispin Glover in Back to the Future two and just find someone that kind of looks like her, throw some big red visors on her, and put her in a chair in the corner. It's totally fine. I mean, they could do that. I, I don't want to see any of these characters again. And <laughs> even Sydney Sweeney as uh what's no her bring her into the MC, the real MCU as something else. But I mean. They're never going to do Julia Carpenter right. And even Marvel in the comics has done her dirty because they wanted to bring back uh, original Spider-Woman. So they had to get rid of her. So now she's had like five different secret identities. And I think now 
uh, Julia is Madam Web in the comics. She's the actual Madam Web. Like she's a paraplegic and stuff now. So mm-hmm. like they basically ruined the character. So, <laughs> but she was cool in West Coast Avengers when I was a kid. So that's all I can say. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> not much to say about Madam Web. It's mostly a snore. Um, I will. I did laugh at the fireworks factory being at the end of the movie, so they did actually get to the fireworks factory. Yes, but. I did like the the S from the Pepsi sign kept getting a close up. Like they showed that S like twenty times to let you know that this is going to be the thing, and I just kept waiting for it to happen. And then it did, and you were happy because you love Pepsi. <laughs> it finally happened. It was the right one for Madam Web. Uh huh. <laughs> so. I guess the only thing left to do is to give this movie a score from zero to five with five being the best and zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you have for Madam Web? I'm going to give it a half star. <laughs> Doesn't wow. even get a full star. It, it, it It's a half star. It, this movie is, it it's so boring. Mark Ellis, Uh I'm going to give it a one. I think if you squint really hard, it's Okay. But I still think that Morbius and Venom and Venom 2 are way worse than this movie. I would much rather sit through this than have to watch those again. All right. Well, I'm going to go with a one out of five as well, uh, strictly because I, you know, attractive ladies. And I did like the the very small amount of the costumes that we saw. I got some some good chuckles out of the bad ADR and some of the other nonsense in the movie. But this was a, a colossal disappointment and such a bore. So I'm a one out of five. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up. Let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? I have been reading Stephen King's The Institute. Um, I'm not that far into it, but I honestly, I don't do much else to recommend so i um came out in like 2019 it's about this kid that's really smart and he he gets abducted by this place called the institute they kill his parents and he has uh telekinesis so that's about as far as i've gotten in it uh but i do recommend it because i i enjoy stephen king books um and they don't like his more recent ones like fairy tale were really good. So this is kind of along the same lines as fairy tale. It's not as much like it and stuff. So I, I have been enjoying it. All right. Uh, Marcellus Reagans. How about you? Yes. I wanted to recommend, I'd, I'm not sure if I recommended this already, but I finally finished uh, Mr. And Mrs. Smith on prime video and uh, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, the ending kind of ends, but it definitely has a cliffhanger ending. So I'm hoping that they are going to announce a season two pretty soon. But it's it's quirky. It's odd. It's filmed like an indie film. It's it's shot so beautifully. It's it's amazing that they can get away with this look on a TV show. And the actors are fantastic. The situations are are fun. And it's, you know, they surprisingly got a lot of good relationship stuff out of uh mr and mrs smith they they go to a lot of weird corners um but yeah i thought the show was great eight episodes prime video uh and i thought it was really good all right uh, i know adam gave that a good review as well uh, i will recommend that you go to so podcast.com where you can find the podcast every week links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page links to all our youtube patreon content as well as now featuring movie reviews from Stu from SWO Productions at sowizardpodcast.com 
Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Uh, Adam just dropped his retrospective on Ice Pirates. And uh, there's some more interviews coming and some other cool stuff. So check it out. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash so is a podcast where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. It's the only place to hear us talking news and trailers every month. Uh, this month we'll be revealing our picks for the Oscars. So check that out. I will recommend, I don't really have anything to recommend. I will recommend that you go on to Netflix and watch Avatar, the last airbender, the live action series. Uh, hopefully it's good because I know Mark Ellis is looking forward to it because that, my friends, is what we'll be reviewing next week on the podcast. That is going to do it for episode number 498 in a row. The road to episode 500 continues and we are almost there. So on behalf of my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I shall see you again. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. Everybody have a great week. Her web connects them all and Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week. Good journey.